How do I pray from my heart? If I want to live the life of the new heart, I have to engage prayer from my heart. But this isn't always so easy. Let's talk about how to do it in three steps. First, access your heart. Then, open your heart. And lastly, give your heart. Access your heart. It is the heart that prays. So when we set out to pray, we first need to allow Jesus to clear away the distractions and anxieties that can keep us far from our own hearts. We need to reach our hearts and then talk to the Lord about what we find there. Sometimes we can be afraid to enter into prayer because we have this perception that we have to have it all together first and then we can come to God. But the reality is, Jesus is not afraid of anything in your heart. He wants to come precisely in the mess of our hearts, in our struggles and insecurities, and fill them with his love. The Catechism outlines a few dispositions of heart that can dispel this fear and help us to pray. The first is conversion of heart. God is constantly calling us to be converted and return to him, and this requires humility. This means living in the truth that I am a creature before my Creator, a child before God my Father, a sinner before my Savior and Redeemer. When I live in this truth, I keep my eyes on God as my provider and as the giver of the gift of prayer. I realize that I need Him more than I need to breathe or eat or sleep, and then I look to Him to give me everything, rather than distracting myself from the real desires of my heart or turning to worldly things to keep me entertained and comfortable. Only in Jesus do we find the peace that the world cannot give, so we have to constantly turn back to him and seek his face above all else. The next essential disposition of heart is faith. When I realize my poverty, I then need faith to look to God and to trust that he will provide for me. Part of faith is practicing patience, waiting on God to give me every good gift and knowing that he will in his good timing. It also means keeping my heart in a posture of readiness to do the will of God, believing that in his will is my greatest good and my perfect peace. This faith leads to filial boldness, living in love for God and with deep confidence in the Father and his love for me. This gives me courage to ask for the greatest things, to give God permission to act powerfully in my life, and to be bold in drawing near to his heart in prayer, trusting that he longs to be with me. The last disposition of heart to cultivate is watchfulness. This means growing in attentiveness to God, remembering him and keeping my heart close to him, and maintaining a readiness to listen to his words and inspirations throughout the day. Each of these dispositions help me to access and live from my deep heart. From there, I can then truly open my heart in prayer. And what do we open our hearts to? The Holy Spirit. Invite him in and ask him to teach you how to pray. Then we can begin to drink from the wellsprings of prayer, which the Catechism holds out to us. The Word of God, the liturgy and the sacraments, and the theological virtues of faith, hope, and love. These are the primary ways that we encounter the Lord and that we come to know him and his love for us more deeply. 
So we want to immerse ourselves in these things, to read his word and sacred scripture, to come into his presence and receive his grace in the liturgy of the church and the sacraments, and to live in the direct contact with God that faith, hope, and love give to us. Margaret is a friend of our community, and she helps care for a young girl who has a severe form of autism, whom I'll call Agnes. Her parents were hesitant to bring Agnes to church because of her behavioral challenges, but with encouragement and help from Margaret, they agreed to try. Now, Agnes was mostly nonverbal, and social interaction was challenging for her. She was unable to engage with others unless they first initiated contact. Despite these challenges, she was able to respond to the initiatives of others with sweetness. She had even learned to blow kisses when others blew kisses to her. So Sunday came, and Agnes grabbed Margaret's hand and walked straight to the front of the church, where she sat down next to the altar. Margaret knew the pastor well, and she explained the situation to him. He said it would be fine for her to stay there as long as she was quiet. Amazingly, Agnes sat there through the whole Mass, mesmerized by the crucifix, her face totally at peace. When the time came for the consecration, the priest spoke the words of Jesus, This is my body, which will be given up for you, and elevated the host. Suddenly, Margaret heard a little voice. Hi. It was Agnes. Hi. Hi, she continued. She was looking at the Eucharist. This little girl, who could not initiate a greeting, was responding to someone. Hi. Then something even more amazing happened. Agnes began to blow kisses. Someone must be blowing kisses to her, Margaret thought. And then it hit her. This was happening right now. It was our Lord. Jesus, truly present in the Eucharist, was loving Agnes in exactly the way she could receive. After communion, the priest reposed the Eucharist and the tabernacle. Agnes became silent and then began to say, No more. That was her way of saying goodbye. When Agnes goes to Mass, she still sits in the front and it happens every time. When we pray, we open our hearts to a person, and this person is love himself. God waits for us with his love, and he longs for us to come close so that he can speak to our hearts just as he spoke to Agnes. Jesus saw Agnes, he blew her kisses, and he sees you, he knows you, he loves you. Jesus is for you. His love is for you. Now, every person prays uniquely because every heart is unique. There are many beautiful methods of prayer in the Christian tradition that have been handed on through the church for our benefit. But among these options, the particular method that you choose isn't as important as much as your attentiveness of heart. At the same time, the method can be helpful to us as a framework to open our hearts to the Lord. Whether we're using vocal prayers or silent mental prayer, and we will need both throughout our lives, we want to open ourselves to God's love, to his word speaking to our hearts, and ultimately to the greatest gift that he is constantly desiring to give us, himself. 
This brings us to the last step. Give your heart. When we open our hearts to receive the love of God, we are drawn to a natural response of love in return. Prayer is a relationship. That means being vulnerable and opening your heart to listen and receive from the Lord, and being vulnerable in giving your heart to Him in return. This gift of ourselves can happen in all simplicity, just being with Jesus as we would be with a friend. When Jesus chose the twelve apostles, He called them to be with Him before sending them out to do anything for Him. We want to respond to the gift God has given us, and what He desires above all is our love. When we receive and remain in His love, we can't help but give our hearts and our very selves back to God, who gives Himself to us first. Lord Jesus, teach us to pray. Help us to access our hearts, open them to your love, and make a gift of love to you in return. Amen.